0: Love Talk Radio. Boxes, boxes, boxes. Boxes, boxes, boxes.
1: Welcome to Outsiders Boxing Podcast, where they only gonna give you the realest talking boxing, boxing, boxing,
0: boxing, boxing. boxing.
1: Outsiders Boxing Podcast midweek show. We're back in full effect. Haven't been on for the last couple of Wednesdays because ain't nothing really been popping in the boxing game. It's been pretty slow. You know, we're in a little dull time in boxing. But we decided to go ahead, even though there's not – I mean, there is – there. I say there's not a lot, but there is a lot of boxing going on this weekend, especially Friday night, you know, with the up-and-comers, guys like Spike O'Sullivan guys of that nature. Uh we won't be talking about those fights. Um but, you know, there is a lot of fights going on and, and Saturday. We've got a couple of title shots, uh title defenses going on. Pretty big one going on over on over there in Russia early early on Saturday I think. Think the think the card starts on ESPN at twelve thirty PM Eastern time. So I know boys over there on the West Coast, they get up. You have to get up real early to catch that Kovalev fight. But we got that going on. We got a, a Strider going, uh, fighting this weekend, defending his belt. And we also got the little brother of Omar Figueroa, Brandon Figueroa, fighting on FS1, trying to make his claim to fame as a big name in boxing out there in the super, super bantamweight class, real small dudes. But... You know, like I said, it's it's been very slow in, in boxing. And I'm glad we get to get together for this midweek show. I think we've been off for the last two weeks, maybe even three. But um, we're back. I'm not sure what the schedule is going to be looking like as far as how we're going to do it. But Wednesdays, man, if there's nothing really going on, one one fight, um non championship type of stuff, you know, maybe even little guys. You know, if Kobalev wasn't fighting this weekend, I'm sure we would have just passed on it. Uh, but we're here. We're talking boxing because we love boxing. And uh speaking of love, I've been watching this little league World Series game going on. Hawaii versus Virginia. You know, you got Hawaii a bunch of brown, light brown guys versus Virginia. All white boys, so you know who I've been rooting for. But it's been a good game so far. You know, I I grew up playing. You know, I heard JP on this uh, relatively fat and black podcast that they did yesterday going over the top 100 NFL players. I heard he said that, you know, his favorite game was baseball. Um, And that is that is – it was my favorite game also, you know. I actually played baseball in college actually I actually was a part of this little league world not we didn't make it to the World Series but my team was I think we were like a uh we lost the game before getting to Williamsburg back in I don't even know when the hell that was back in the day man. So I always enjoy watching this little league world series man and these guys are out here doing their thing man. But speaking of JP, um we're gonna take it out there to the fam. Like I said, the host of the Relatively Fat and Black podcast. Y'all check that out on uh, Blog Talk Radio, iTunes. You know, great listen. Hell of a host. So we're going to take it out there too, Inglewood, California. Inglewood, always up to no good. To my man, J.P., heavy-handed J. What's up, J.P.? What's going on, man?
0: Oh, man, appreciate the love. were love, some love in the room. Oh, man, ain't ain't nothing it's a, it's a Wednesday evening Winding down You know, the midweek show Kind of always symbolizes for me Getting over the hump in the week Yeah, that's what It's, it's been for me uh, I love to be able to get in, man I mean, I like talking boxing I really like talking boxing and You know, this midweek show comes right on time You know, be able to preview, recap Do some different things So I'm ready to get into it, man, but I feel like eh, the boxing, we were off to a hot start this year in boxing. I didn't i didn't forecast this downtime coming out. I didn't forecast this happening. But it's happening. There's some, some rumors out there, Mayweather, Pacquiao, too. You know, I'm waiting for that fight to happen. I, I can't see Mayweather leaving that money on the table. Aside from that, you know, we're still trying to figure out what's happening in the heavyweight division, and where where's the big fight going to be? I don't think it's official yet. A lot of news in boxing, man. I feel like we have a a time period right now where you have a changing of the guard. It's the entirely the, the it's a whole new generation from the last generation right now. The last guy hanging on in this thing is Pacquiao. We're gonna see who becomes the new great of this era, and. Those fights are going to start happening. I'm excited for sports Porter, Spence Porter, excited for that. I think we'll see. We'll be able to uh, really gauge if Errol's really that good because if he smokes Porter, I think he's that good. So I, we got some things to look forward to, man. Let's look on the bright side when it comes to boxing. Bright, optimism. Optimism, Willa.
1: Well, yeah, no, I'm you know, I'm very, you know, I'm going to be checking it out, you know. Like I said, there is. There is a a bunch of fights going down. Looking at the schedule, there's a fight on Thursday. Some guys we never heard of. There's one, a fight on Showtime um, on Friday. of Vladimir Shishkin. Shishkin, I don't know how to say that. Versus DeAndre Ware. You know, this guy's A-no. Who knows who the hell he is, but that's on Friday. Uh, Spike O'Sullivan's fighting on the UFC pass on Friday. So, you know, we got we got a we got some stuff going on this weekend, man. So, you know, even though we not we don't get the big names still getting us with with a lo- with a little bit of boxing. So, um let's go ahead and take it to Central California. We just took it south. Let's take it to Central California to see what's up with my man RC, host of the main show. You know, it was a little sleepy last week, but you know, we got him here today. Sleepy on Sunday, but we got him here today, man, to talk about these fights coming up, man. So let's see what's up with my man RC, my tag team partner in crime. RC, what's popping, man?
2: Not much. Just being lazy again, here, chilling at home in the AC, relaxing, getting back from a long day of working at the gym, just chilling, and um, got the text. So to see what's going on over here, man. Definitely been a slow week, but uh, you know, if you're just a, a all in boxing fan who's not a fan of any other sports, then, you know, well, so sorry for you. Uh but there's other outlets for myself always. I've been doing a lot of research and other things and um uh, but always keeping first and foremost boxing around here. So uh, I'm looking forward to the the fight coming up this weekend. Uh, between Kovalov and Yardin. Um So, yeah, man, uh, I'm just kicking it right here. Ready to get this boxing talk off.
1: That's a bet. That's a bet. Well, let's go ahead and take it to East Coast, out there to Central New York. See how, man, Janelle's doing. Janelle, man, what's going on?
3: East Coast stomping, ripping, and romping. Now, what's going on, man? I just just left the gym, driving home. Yeah, um, oh, we talking about the Left fight coming up?
1: No, nah, we just we just introing. We ain't talking about nothing yet. Oh, introing. Yes,
2: sir.
1: Well,
2: Listen listening to Jay over like, over
3: no. at the gym or what? Actually, I was on YouTube. I was listening to the uh, Snoop was on the Breakfast Club. I was listening to interview in my ears as I was working out. Hmm.
1: What was Snoop talking about? Nothing. Oh, uh,
3: he's talking like, about everything, a little bit of everything. He's talking about Glasses Malone's video. Um, his props to him. Are uh, you talking about the Jay Z situation? He's talking about Nipsey Hustle. And uh, I man, I he's a very insightful man. He's a very insightful dude. I think he's underrated when it comes to
1: that. Yeah, I'm not trying to get no insight from Snoop Dogg, but you know, I don't really listen to him like that. Last concert I, under, I went to was I under, the Snoop Dogg I understand concert. That, so he's got I understand
3: it. that, but he's. I don't know, he's not talking no nonsense, mate, mate. He ain't talking no idiotic shit, man. He's talking some real shit on there. If you not even know where he's at. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> he's always high as a kite, you know
2: what I mean? Someone got to tap him on the shoulder yeah. and always be like, hey, Snoop, you, uh, you're on the Breakfast Club right now, right? Okay, alright, just make sure.
1: Yeah,
2: man. Hey, hey, well.
1: Well, let's get into it, man. We've got a pretty big fight, old versus the new, um, experienced versus the inexperienced. Oh, man, what's that?
2: Goddamn. You about to go
3: to jail? Oh, no, 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 no.
1: okay. My bad. I'll make sure. Yeah, so we got uh, Sergey Kovalov putting up his WBO Lightweight heavyweight title, light heavyweight title against uh, Anthony Yard. I say Yard A, but I think it's. It, I mean, it's supposed to say Yard. Um, I think this is this is gonna this is a fight that people. You know, when you look into the predictions, everybody, it, it nobody has a good grasp of what's going on, and the reason is. You know, Yard hasn't fought anybody. This is going to be, like, by far, his toughest fight. And when I say by far, I mean by far. He's 18-0, and uh, 17 KOs. Last guy he fought was Travis Re- Revis, or Reeves. Who knows who he is. Um, I saw him fight, um, I think I saw the... Fight, you know, but he's been TKO and everybody for the last, let's see, when's the last time he didn't get a knockout? Um since his, since 2015, he's been TKO and KOing everybody, man. He's a strong puncher, uh, UK guy, so you never really know what these guys are all about, but you know, he looks good in there, very muscular, though. Uh, and you know that. They say that's not good for a fighter to be all ripped up like that. It, when it goes to the later rounds, he will uh, you know, they usually fade fade out. But this guy doesn't go to the later rounds. He's KOing everybody, and he's going against old Sergey, the racist. The only one of the two racists that I, you know, that I respect. You know, I, I respect Hollywood Hulk Hogan, and I respect Sergey Kovalev. For some reason, I think they're good. <laughs> For their respective games, and you know last time you know I was asking the question did uh did Kobalev have a belt, and you know little you know to let you know how much uh trees I smoke, I forgot I was at the Al- the last alvarez kobolev uh fight, and I saw him get the belt. I saw him put that work with the unanimous decision giving Alvarez that work, man, so the question is the question is is Kovalev still hungry? You know does he still have that that hunger to beat a young lion in the, you know, in the sport? And also, you know, Yarde is a uh, Yard is a is a lion. He is knocking everybody out. But is he smart enough to go to Kovalev's body? Because you know, you see Jackson, whenever you see David Jackson running around, and he's talking about Kovalev. He says the same old thing. He's weak to the body. Go to the body, and he'll drop. Now, the couple of fights I saw Yarday fight, I see he did a little body work, and when I say little, I mean very little. But it was mostly to set up, you know, his head shots. He's throwing hooks. He's throwing straight. He's strong as hell. This is a, this is a fifty-fifty fight. I think that most people say, but you know I think I think Kobolev might be too much for him. We we saw Kobolev sort of box last time, you know, he went the full 12 against Alvarez out there in Frisco. Um he went the full 12. He uh
2: in their second fight.
1: Yeah, in the second fight. He looked good and you know, he might if he can go 12 rounds against Yarde, I think he'll pro- he'll probably be able to get him, man. So if I'm going if I'm going to make a pick which is, you know, I this is hard to say because we do not know anything. We don't know how good Yard is. He could be real good. He could not be good. He's just fighting UK bums and knocking them out, you know. But um, and the the reason, and I and I was listening to Eddie Hearn, you know, who who you gotta you know take whatever he says with a grain of salt. But the reason why Yard is making this jump up in competition so fast is because he chose to go the WB, the WBO route instead of fighting for all those British titles, you know, all coming up with the, you know, the, all the UK titles and all that stuff. He decided he didn't want to do that. He wanted to go, he wanted to fight for the world rankings right off the bat. So he's the number one contender, I believe, for the WBO. So they got he's got to jump up and fight this guy who is probably 10 times better than anybody he's fought. Well, Sergey Kovalev a good Sergey Koblev is ten times better than anything, he, anything, anybody he's fought. So it's going to be really, it's it's hard for me to pick. But if I'm going to make a decision and going to make a, a choice of who I think will win this fight, I'm gonna go ahead and go with Sergey Koblev with with a unanimous with a unanimous decision or not a de- oh, with a majority decision. Um, I think Koblev still has that hunger he looked good against alvarez his last fight we know that waiting in the waiting after the win is a big payday and i think they'll give him that boost that he needs to go ahead and take out this young this young guy uh this young uk brother Yarde. so let's uh let's start off with jp see how jp sees this fight man and uh we'll go go through everybody
0: well is this I,
2: I, I just it's
0: a weird, uh, it's a weird man, somebody
2: don't know how to have a sound check, bro. We ain't no fucking scrub League podcast, we've been doing this for a long time. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. But well, I, it's, I put it's them weird
1: matchmaking it's
0: weird, it's weird matchmaking, man. Uh because if you're a yards um advisor or you know, promotion company you're like, we could spoil our young star. <laughs> we could, you know, derail him mm-hmm. to be derailed. And if you're Kovalev, why do you fight this young, you know, Hall? The guy looks like a beast so far, so why do you fight him? I don't really understand the matchmaking of this fight, but when somebody goes home here, you know, who loses this fight, who loser kind of goes back a few steps, and I don't know that Kovalev has enough, uh, you know, fight left in him to rebound from a, a loss to Yard. You know, I I think the the walk back up the mountain would be far, far longer than the one he's just had to do. He's still on the rebound, actually, from the Lord fight. You know, the win over Alvarez, I, I it always looked to me like you know Alvarez just wasn't in it because the first fight he won so convincingly, you know, and then the second fight he just come out. You know, it's like almost a different guy, and it was this resurrection of Kovalev, whatever. But I'm leaning. You know, I don't like Kovalev. You know, I was I was at the first fight, board Kovalev fight. I was in the building. I thought inside the building Kovalev won. On second review on TV, well, you could have called it a draw, possibly. But if anybody won, it still looked like Kovalev probably won. Lord made the adjustments and him out. You know, so that's a
2: huge
0: adjustment going from you arguably losing or getting a, a, a draw that many people many people thought you shouldn't have gotten into knocking a guy out. You know what I mean? So I don't I've always believed since then the ghosts have left the building like your boy Shug used to say, you know. The, the, he is—it's gone. I don't believe they're still fighting him. I don't. I, I, even though he's looked good as of recent, I don't believe that Kovalev has fighting him left, and I believe that Andre Ward still possesses his soul. And that's what I believe. And as soon as the going gets tough, I believe he'll fold again. And like he folded against Alvarez, you know what I mean. I believe that's it. That's it. I'm going with a gut. I have no reason to make the pick I'm about to make. I've, I have far more study on Kovalev than I have on Yard, but I'm taking Yard with a ninth round uh, stoppage. I'm gonna take a, I'm gonna take a KO, a ninth round KO, man. I, I think Kovalev won't make the count. He'll be down on one knee and won't get up. But um, that's how I'm saying it. And I, that's only because this is a hard pick. I'm not using my mind at all. This is something I won't. Uh, we, we know of Kovalev's checkered past, and nobody was happier than me than to Andre put his bitch ass away. But let me tell you one more thing. Kovalev is is the darling, or well not the darling. He's not a darling, but white media loves Sergey Kovalev. They they associate with him. The night he lost to Andre Ward, my God, I think that's when Shug left. Right, shug has been gone since that. Um, <laughs> Michael Montero went. Michael Montero went crazy on fucking Twitter. You know, man, they associate. You know, the, the, they're. I, can, I guess they consider him very relative to so, Sergey Kovalev, like a you know, uh, the white guy who's kind of repping. You know, for I don't know, he's not American, but he seems to. Rally the troops a little more than like a a Goluskin or you know, maybe he's just more relative to him, but yeah, I, and that I said i' I'm nothing I like more than for you know white dudes in the media to be mad pissed how sure it was i mean it was that was one of the best shows I've ever heard, the one where he just had it up to here, you know what I mean, and he's been gone ever since I believe it was the war to kovalev and said if something funny, funny happens he'll never come back and I don't think he's been back since but let me get Yard in a nice round KO love to see Kovalev's ass bent over cringing again
1: RC how do you see this one
2: uh, well I, I think uh, I'm sipping the juice that JP's talking about right now man Uh even in his second fight when he picked up the win against El Delir Alvarez. If you were going for Kovalev in that fight, it probably had to have the similar intense, intenseness uh, that soccer fans talk about how a match is intense. And I never understood what that meant because I'm not a soccer fan. But I did watch a female soccer game uh, some moons ago. And it, the back and forthness of an 80 to 90 minute match, just it, it went by so fast because it was intense, and I fi- I finally understood what that feeling was, and I had a little bit of that same feeling in the second fight with Elderly Alvarez because I didn't think Kovalev should have went straight into that rematch as um, soon as his suspension was up. The fight was one day after, if I'm not mistaken, um, when uh, fighters get suspended for getting knocked out in a severe manner that uh, Sergey Kovalev did. Um, but because of his circumstances with, um, you know, not the greatest promotional deal um, with main events and how much money he uh, suffered in the second Andre Ward rematch, um, you know, he's he's been, I'm pretty sure, set back pretty good, which uh, made him kind of rush to get back in there. But, um, you know, I think that Kovalev was really lucky to get out of there boxing the way he did after getting knocked out as badly as he did. And uh, I just don't think that that guy is in there anymore. The blueprint's out. If Yard goes to the body and pushes this man back, I could definitely see uh, Kovalev folding again. And one other thing is, with this talk about the link I sent you, Willard, on Sunday, uh, my mistake, people, I woke up a little too early for fantasy football training at 5.30 in the AM and just... I ended up getting sunken in my couch this showtime. But uh, with the report that I had sent you, uh, I forget the gentleman's name, but he was uh, uh, one of the main guys at Golden Boy Promotions, saying that the the detail, the, the, the contract's written out and it's set to go for Sergey Kovalev and Canelo Alvarez to get it on. So you know Canelo's going to be watching this fight Saturday with, uh, with some Kovalev pom-poms so he can try to pick up another strap in another division and which I think would be easy work because the ghost is gone. If this was Kovalev before his knockout, um, I think he'd beat the shit out of Canelo, but he's not that same guy anymore. So add that pressure to the fact that the blueprint's already out and you're facing a young fighter who's going to do his best to expose that blueprint. So um I don't think Kovalev gets past seven. I'm calling Anthony Yard by seven-round TKO. And this will be the last time we see Sergey Kovalev in any sort of limelight when it comes to headlining uh, uh, a match of any significance involving one of the majority of the four titles in, in, in the light heavyweight division. Um, I'm a, I am like Kovalev, but, you know, I just I don't think that guy's there anymore. Blueprints out, Precious Mountain. Um, you know, if he wins this fight, which I'm (laughs) if you win this fight, you're going to, you know, Conor McGregor used to say, you know, it's the red panty night when you fight me, when 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 you're back at your home with your wife, because you you made it, you're making all this money coming up next, you don't get this kind of money with nobody else in the sport and that's what Canelo Alvarez could provide for you, so um, in, in a football sense, when a quarterback drops back to pass and he's thinking, don't Throw an interception. Don't throw an interception. Don't throw an interception. He's going to throw an interception. When the running backs running the ball thinking, don't fumble. Don't fumble. Don't fumble. He's going to fumble. And tomorrow, Kovalev's going to be thinking, don't drop the ball. Or Saturday's going to be thinking, don't drop the ball. Don't drop the ball. And he's going to drop the fucking ball. Kovalev's going to get stopped, man. Seven rounds.
1: Seven rounds, man. We got two guys believing in Yard, a guy that nobody knows anything about. We don't know if he's that good. We don't know if he could take a punch. One thing Kovalev does have is power, you know. Um, and he's the he's the favorite, and he's in Russia. He's in the motherland, where I was uh, just looking. I tried to look at the damn uh, press conference that they had, but it was a, in Russian, and, like, five people were talking at the same time. It was sort of – it was all it was discombobulated. So. Yeah, but – you know, they said Yard said he the first day he got there, his uh, his his uh, luggage was missing. They didn't have hot water in the in the hotel. You know, they're up to their <laughs> tricks out there in Russia, man. So we'll see how it goes. I think Koblev's going to pull us out. I think he has the, the most the more experience. Um, I think they're setting up. A, I don't think he's going to knock him out or anything, but it's going to be a close fight, and he'll probably get the decision in the motherland. Um. And like you said, what, there's what a big happened, payday.
2: What happened what, what happened to you, bro? You used to you used to be the guy I mean, you used to be the guy who always picked the brothers no matter what. What happened to you?
1: To the I I picked the UK brothers no matter what? No, I don't do that, first of all. Second of all, <laughs> I mean I think Oblev's gonna win. Like you know, I've gotta just gotta go with what I've seen. And what I've seen is Yarday, from, from the little stuff that I have seen, I've been checking him out on YouTube last couple of days, he gets hit. He doesn't do a lot of body work, and you know, and he can get punched. So I don't know. You know, he could win. Like I said, it's fifty-fifty. We don't. I don't know how good this guy is because he's only been fighting bums. But if I'm gonna go with, I'm just gonna say Kovalev gets the win. And like I said, I don't think he's gonna knock him out because he's not doing body work like that. But maybe he does. You know, if he comes out and he's going, you know, he's going uh, Canelo doing hooks to the body. He's got a chance to win. I don't think he, he doesn't have a chance to win. But if it's close, which I think it might be you know, out there in Mother Russia, he's gonna get the decision, man. So uh and just again, you know, let y'all know that it comes on ESPN plus at nine thirty AM y'all's time. So y'all be able to wake up, be fresh, and get into it, man, and uh, check it out. So it'll be a good day to start off the boxing, you know, out there on the West Coast, man. Let's I uh, oh, think my damn. man Janelle's back. Yeah, but I'm sure he'll come on, you know, you can catch the replay on ESPN, you know ESPN Plus. Yeah, I think I think
2: know,
1: I'm a big. They'll have to replay. That's even better, man. You know, you know, you ain't doing nothing at work, man. Just go take take a little break. You don't know watch that. The, uh,
2: watch the fight. <laughs> <laughs> oh me, man, you know, but
1: <laughs> let's take it to. Uh, I think my man Janelle is back. Let's see if we can get his take on the Kovalev Yard fight, Janelle. What's your uh, what's your take on it, man?
3: Yeah. I think Kovalev stops him in nine rounds. I think Kovalev is going to stop him. I think I think Kovalev... I hear mean, the guys are molder and all, but I think Kovalev... I don't think he's going to get inside the Kovalev's body. I really see Kovalev stopping him. And uh, and I think we're going to be looking at the Kovalev-Canelo fight sometime next year. I think he's going to set up the big fight for next year. I think Kovalev... I mean, I know people say about how the demons of Andre Ward are still there, but again, not everybody could do what Andre Ward did. I um, mean, yeah, Alvarez also stopped him, also, but he came back, he avenged against Alvarez. He beat Alvarez. I um, mean, you gotta give him his props for that, man. I um, mean, you gotta give the guy his props. All right, I mean, the shit was like, I mean, hey, I mean he made adjustments, He came back, he won the rematch. I mean, guys won and lost throughout their career, man. He beat the guy that beat him. I mean, shit. I um, mean, yeah, Andre Ward, I mean, I was in that. I mean,. Uh, me and Will also went to that fight. I know Will thought Wordlock uh won the first fight. I thought Copeland won the first fight. So even with that uh uh rematch, I think uh, they won and one also. I mean, I know a lot of guys thought Word lost that fight. Shit. Word like he was surprised when he got the uh, goddamn um uh, victory. How he started celebrating a little fake celebration or whatever. I'm sorry, but Word lost that shit. I don't think I. Word did not, look like, the guy that like he got a lucky one to fight. But I think Kovalev is just—I think Kovalev is just. Um, I think Kovalev takes this guy. This guy is real thick. He's real solid and thick and all. But I think Kovalev is the better boxer. I don't see him getting inside and making it ugly and working Kovalev's body. It might be his game plan, but it's easier than getting inside. And I just see Kovalev catching him with right hands, and I think he uh, stops
1: him inside nine rounds. Nine rounds, tops. They, they, I mean, hey, I, I can see that happening also. You know, like I said, we don't know if this guy can take a punch. He's just been beating up U.K. bums this whole, the whole time. Exactly. But I do know exactly that he gets, he gets hit. Yeah, he does get hit. I I saw him, the couple of fights that I saw him fight, he was getting hit with straight right, and that's what Kovalev's going to bring to the table. So, you know, people exactly. say it's a 50 fight. Yeah, people say it's a 50-50 fight um, because they don't know exactly what Kovalev has to offer anymore, and we don't know how good Yard is. And as you can see, you know, uh, JP and RC believe Yard's going to win, and me and uh, Janelle think Kovalev's going to win, man. So I think it'll be a good fight. Wake up early. Make sure y'all are on it early because it's on, again, like I said, at 1230 uh, Eastern time. So that's early in the morning over there on the West Coast, man, but. I think it's going to be a good one. So uh, we'll, think we'll so, see too. how that goes. Oh, oh my bad, Janelle. What would you say?
3: I, I think it's going to be a good fight as well. I think it's going to be very action-packed. It's going to be very exciting. And it's going to be a knockout.
1: It's going to be a KO. I feel you, man. I think, uh, I think it's going to be a good way to start your Saturday morning off, some good boxing, get your uh, blood flowing. Good way to kick off the night, uh, kick off the day. So uh, let's get on to the next one. Hey, man, fuck all
0: that. Fuck all
1: that. Out here in the valley of Texas, little baby Figueroa, Brandon Figueroa, brother of Omar Figueroa, is fighting some guy named Javier Chacon. Uh, super bantamweight contest i believe he's uh some kind of interim champion this is a second level fight a championship fight man but brandon figueroa he was at his brother's last fight you know you could tell that they're trying to they're trying to push him a little bit like they were like they did omar before i think he got in that uh he had what is it dwi or something like that and then got in trouble um i haven't really seen him fight uh, but I know that he's knocking everybody out. Nineteen and a uh, nineteen to zero with fourteen KOs. He's a he's fighting in a little little division, but like his brother, he's a big he's a big guy for that division, tall and lanky. But um, you know, really not too much to say about this fight. Just that it's on uh, Fox Sports One. Uh, anybody have any thoughts on, on Lil little baby Figueroa, Brandon? Where
0: his
2: sister at? If he's
0: anything like his brother, if he's anything like his older brother, I have no interest
2: at all. Where's his sister at? That's what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah. Dying time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I'll be looking forward to. Checking out his sister. That's coming on Fox Sports 1. Shame uh, on you, Willie. On, on Saturday night. Just, just the look. She's popped out. Hope she has that bodysuit on. That figure of One Piece. I like to see that. Yeah. That wasn't, wasn't that. That wasn't that bad. She,
2: uh, uh, I don't know, man. What do you think, guys? Uh, Figueroa's sister or DeGale's sister? I'm going DeGale's sister.
1: Figueroa. Yeah, I'm going with Figueroa myself. I think she she had some goods back see. there, man.
2: See, y'all don't appreciate real beauty. Y'all just, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's your problem.
1: Janelle, you know anything about a uh, little. Yeah, no, I was asking if you know anything about uh, Brandon Figueroa. Uh, uh, what about him? Do you know anything about him? Of course. Well, the, uh, uh, lay,
2: it up, lay it to us, that
1: Mr. Nostradamus. He said, he said, of course, and then he dropped off the line, so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't
1: know. He might have thought we were talking about Omar because Brandon, I don't even think we he's even yeah. fought on anything anything big time. This is his first little headline, man. So, you know, <laughs> so PBC crazy, trying man. to get <laughs> trying to get their young guys up. And I, I ain't mad at it, man. But somebody that we I have seen fight, that I think we all have seen fight, maybe not know it is uh Juan Francisco Estrada, uh thirty nine and three, twenty six KOs is fighting some guy that I've never heard of, Dwayne uh, Bowman uh, or Beeman, 6-1 uh, and one, uh, with 11 KOs for the WBC Super Featherweight title. Um, this is coming on The Zone. I don't know too much about Dwayne Beeman, um, but I know uh, Juan Estrada, Francisco Estrada, was the guy that took off our guy, uh, Soren Visey, not too long ago gave him that work in the unanimous decision. This guy's what I think um JP says is the new the new style of Mexican style where it's counter punching, uh it's smart, and at the same time they're coming at you nonstop, going to the body, going to the head. Estrada's pretty good. Uh, I think he's one and one against Soren B side. He's lost three fights. Um, but the last fight he gave Soren B side at work with in a pretty good fight. Um, let me pull up his uh pull up his box rec, right, see what we got. Yes, his last one was against this boy, Williski Wangek. AKA Soren B side. Uh that was for he just fired the he just that was for the WBC title, super flyweight. So he's uh this is first defense, Dwayne Beeman, uh, black cat from North Carolina, 16-1. and one. He's coming off uh, a unanimous decision against some guy I've never heard of. This guy looks pretty cut up. Well, he looks pretty cut up, but, again, he's 34 years old at 16-1. and one. He's probably about to get that work more than likely. He's been knocked out. He hasn't been knocked out before. Uh, his one loss was against Joel Cordova. Who who knows, man? But are uh, any of y'all interested in that fight? Um, JP, you know you know a lot about uh, Juan Estrada, Francisco Estrada. Uh, yeah, man. Francisco, Francisco Estrada
0: was at the fight. I believe it was him versus Chocolatito at the forum. Um, felt he put hands on him You know, this guy is, you know, Juan Manuel Marquez 2.0 You know, and like you said, of that but the fight style is evolving See, I don't have any interest in Omar Figueroa I don't like them sloppy-ass fights You know, I don't like just this shit where, where two dipshits is just hitting each other in the face all night I want to I want to see somebody Thinking I want to see somebody set Them up I want to see you know I want to see somebody put it together Now don't get me wrong now action Fights you know I like it If we're going action I like mine Corrales Castillo You know what I mean that that type of Action where guys is actually doing shit But they you know it, it got Rhyme and reason to it so The Ray Beltrans, The, 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 the Estrada's even Canelo are part of the new generation of these dudes. <clears> they <throat> coming out here. Juan Ramirez, I mean Jose Ramirez. He he ain't you know just he he's he's thinking. He knows what he's doing. It's it has uh you know it has rhyme and reason to it. But Estrada loved to see him. Great fighter to watch. Puts combinations together. Man, really cut from that cloth of Juan Manuel Marquez and Nacho Berstein um, Willie Beeman or whatever the hell he is. Um, never heard of him. Thirty-four years old, sixteen to one. He's gonna get that work. Uh, I, where's the fight at, Willie? Where's this fight at?
1: I want uh, to. This a question I wanna This ask. fight is in uh, Mexico.
0: Okay, yeah,
1: or almost You know, like I said,
0: yeah,
1: everybody
0: likes to see a black guy get his ass whooped. So any any time you have any fear, any fear about you know the fight sales, you know get a good black guy, that one that looks the part. I never wouldn't, I never forget when uh, Dominic Wade fought Triple G. We, I don't know if that guy has ever fought since or prior. I've never heard or seen him. And I was like, this dude is fat at 160. How is this shit even possible? But you know, get a black dude when you fear kick a black dude's ass. Everybody's into that. So yeah, that's all. This is going to be uh, kick a black dude's ass down in Mexico in front of in front of everybody. It, it it'll work out, but like Francisco Estrada, nonetheless.
1: Most definitely, RC.
2: Uh yeah, man. Juan Francisco Estrada is very one Manuel Marquez esque. Um, as far as the thinking man's fighting. like I always said, I hate to. Uh, the, the the nonsense that people try to, the, the rhetoric that they try to put out about Mexican-style two bums just there throwing bombs at each other's face, that ain't boxing. That's garbage to me. I, I get no enjoyment out of watching stupid-ass fights like that. Um, I remember not too long ago, there was this uh, uh, fight it was on, like, at 11 o'clock or something, and it was on the Spanish channel when I was flipping through channels, and there was uh, uh, a total of seven knockdowns in one round, I was like, <laughs> they're so hype, man, but I was like, that's, that's not my kind of boxing, man. Stupid Mexicans who fucking just go, you know, head and toe to toe and no kind of intelligence involved whatsoever. But that's not one, uh, that's not Estrada. Um, you know, he, 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 uh, had a case to be made in the first fight against Soren Vise, uh, or Sorung Visei. But, um, uh, you know, I didn't think he pulled that one out, but he looked good even in defeat, and then he looked better in a rematch. Um, definitely a fighter who gathers information and and um, puts together a, a better strategy moving forward once his data is collected. So uh, I like that guy. I like him. He's uh, I'm a fan of his his style of fighting. Now, what, what what's going to be happening this weekend? I don't think is nothing more than um, a showcase fight, and where I expect to see it's trying to look really good. So can't really call a fight when I don't really know too much about the opposition who's just going in there being meat fed to fed in the lions then, you know,
1: no, most definitely, you know, you know, I always say, Hey, once you get that belt, I'm always down for you to go back to your hometown and whoop somebody's ass. You know, I hate to see it's a brother from North Carolina, but hey, it is what it is. He's probably going to get that work. Well, he is going to get that work. And we're going to see, uh, yeah, we're probably going to see a beating. I think that's on, that's going to be on the zone. So, um, I think that's all we've got for boxing this weekend as far as the fight. So let's go ahead and get to the little news and rumors we got going on. Hey, man, fuck all that. Fuck all that. Oh, rumors. now, yeah, we got a couple of rumors, but now we got a little news, um, Triple G has finally announced his next fight, the next big drama show, and it's against a guy that he, some would say he was ducking not too long ago. It's uh, against 16 and, no, I'm saying 16, not even 16, 13 and 1, Sergei Dervinchenko. Now Derbanchenko is coming off is coming off his loss to, well he's not he's not coming he's coming off a win of some guy named Jack Colkay. but we saw Derbanchenko get a split decision loss against uh, Danny Jacobs for the vacant IBF belt, a middleweight belt, and I think that's the belt that Triple G dropped not too long ago because he didn't want to fight. Dervinchenko. But it's finally coming on. Dervinchenko is one of those Ukrainian guys, so he's 33 years old, you know, 13 and 1 33 years old. That's why he's getting that boost cuz he was uh I'm I'm not too sure, but I'm sure he's one of these Olympic amateur guys that fought a thousand fights, you know how they do it. And Triple G on the other hand, I think he's probably about the same. Uh, no, Triple G thir- I said probably about the same. Triple G, thirty-seven years old, trying to get that belt so he can fight the illustrious big uh, top dog of the game, Canelo, who says he doesn't really want that fight, who isn't really worried about that fight, but of course he doesn't want is, that is fight. And, yeah, because he already gave him two. He gave him. He gave him. The, he gave him a, a draw in the tail, but he wants. He wants to do bigger and better things and, and make history. So he's trying to get a title in the light heavyweight division. But he told Kovalev, hey, man, you know, like they always say, you need to get a belt before you're t- fucking with the big dogs. Um, The IBF, I think uh, Canelo had to drop that also. Did Canelo drop the IBF? No, no. Who? How did, how did the right. IBF become vacant? Yeah, because he beat Jacobs. That's right. So, yeah, the IBF, he had to drop the IBF probably because he didn't want to fight Dervichinko. So, Dervichinko probably going to get a, a he's getting the second chance to get this IBF belt, and we'll see how it goes. I think it's set up for MSG in sometime early October. I think it's going to be a pretty good fight. Three, two of these uh, Russian cats, uh, old USSR type of uh, guys going at it, and we'll see if old Old ass triple G still got what it takes to fight. I would say a young young dog, but you know, Dervinchenko isn't really that young. He's just young in the young in a pro boxing game. RC, are you interested in this fight, man? Uh, you know, you don't have to tell us exactly how you see it going, but
2: yeah. <clears throat> uh, very Um You know, I never thought too much of. Gennady Golovkin dating back to 2015, and I wasn't really interested in any of his fights then when people really believed in the killer, that mystique of all that good stuff. Now it's 2019. Four years later, I could really care a little bit less. Uh, Devrachanko, uh, I'm interested in to see if he can uh, how he matches up with uh, the heavier puncher, probably, than Danny Jacobs, maybe. I don't know. We'll see how he matches up. with, Yeah. I'm I'm a, 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 on a one to ten scale. I'd say I'm a a six as far as the level of excitement for this fight. But I mean, for the for the uh, common consensus of the fight and the the popularity and, and how the the boxing fans globally feel, I'm sure everybody's very hyped for this fight because you know two Russians dudes who like to throw bombs and and so forth. But um, I just I don't think it's going to be. That great of a matchup, so you know. But I'll, I'll I'll definitely tune in if that makes if that makes up for any uh, lackluster as uh, of words that I have for this fight.
1: Most definitely, uh, JP. How do you feel about this man? You're the one that brought it to everybody's attention.
0: Uh, man, I, I, I'm actually the total opposite of RC. Back in 2015. You know, I was a skeptic of Triple G. I was, you know, ringing the alarm, and, you know, I was still skeptical. hadn't seen enough. Fast forward four years later, 2019, arguably my favorite fighter in boxing. Arguably arguably my favorite fighter, that Gennady Golovkin. Um, Shit always comes, man, brings his hard hat. You don't get consistency out of him. You know, his, his, his performance Is usually all the same I would like him to go back To being more construct, destructive. I think he, with Canelo He kind of, you know, boxed and Did a lot more jabbing and boxing Than we've ever seen And showed, you know, a few more Tools in the bag than we knew he had But I like the more Destructive version, that version's Pretty good too, you know I At times was giving Canelo a boxing lesson Here and there, but um find a young, well, not so young, but a, a younger fighter from that Eastern block, you know, he's going to come in with, with his hard hat also. And who wouldn't, wouldn't want to be the first dude to, like, put a whooping on Gennady? You know, that's a, a valuable scalp on that head that Golovkin has. So I think Dervacheco going to come in and give it his all. But I just, Gennady, I mean, I think has the best chin in boxing, you know, it's hard to beat him You gotta walk through fucking hell To really get to him You know, and then when, you know, Canelo Hit him with a Sunday punch It didn't even rattle him You know, he never, his eyes didn't even Really lose focus So, you know, the guy got the fucking Ironclad in <clears throat> His his offensive attack You better be fighting Because he's gonna be beating you up If you don't, you know, that's the thing about Gennady, he ain't no easy night with him You know, uh, and no one's kicked his butt yet. So, even at the tender age of 36 or whatever he may be, still looking for a high punch volume, high activity, and you better fight. If you fight Gennady, you're going to have to have, you know, you're going to fight, fight. Because he's coming. He's going to be coming. If you're not fighting, you're just going to get beat up. So, also give him some kudos, and I want to ask you guys, who did he change? A, he trained Abel Sanchez. Who's, who's he training with now again? Is it Jonathan uh, Banks or something like that? What was it, Jonathan Banks? Oh, yeah, God, I'm not sure. I'm not it sure. It was somebody like that. But, um, you know, excited to see if there could be adjustments made. You know, got a late start in his career, man. And uh, like I always say, and you know, I don't want
1: to, you know. Yeah, Jonathan Banks going is
0: the trainer. Back to saying, yeah, Jonathan Banks. So, that's the old Crunk Jim, Emmanuel Stewart's protege, and Vladimir Klitschko's guy. And, you know, so Jonathan Banks, he gonna he know how to have you throw a, a good right hand. If anybody out of that Crunk Jim could throw a hell of a right hand. So, I think we'll go back to seeing – well, see, now that it's Jonathan Banks, that leads me to believe Gennady won't be going back to the destructive Gennady, and he'll be on his methodical break-you-down and, you know, kind of the Vladimir Klitschko mode. Hopefully not, but Dervacheco, I don't think he won't be able to stand up to it. And it uh, be a good fight. MSG, we'll see what kind of crowd Gennady brings out. We'll see if he's lost any of his luster in the, in the boxing community. It was it was a time not so long ago where the hottest, biggest name in boxing, and I want to see. It, it doesn't right now. It just doesn't feel like it's the same fanfare behind Gillespie, So I'll be looking out for that too.
1: Most definitely. Yeah, I think it'll probably it'll be a good little scrap, man. Like you said, we'll see what Triple G's got. He looked pretty good his last fight against. Who is that? Rolls against a bum. Um, cherry picking at his finest is what Triple G was into. But this one, this time, this isn't a cherry pick. We're gonna see if thirty-seven-year-old uh, Triple G still has it. Let's see if uh, Janelle's back with us. See if he has any thoughts on Triple G versus Demachenko announced out there in his backyard at MSG in October. Janelle, any thoughts on that fight?
3: Um. I'm actually excited for this fight. I think Triple G is going to have a tough fight. I don't think it's going to be easy for him. I think the fight is going to go to distance. I think Triple G is going to edge him. I think Triple G is going to win on points, but uh, he's not going to look that ind- that indestructible force. In. Again, Durbin is actually a pretty solid dude, man. He's solid. He has a really good chin. He likes, uh, 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 he's very scrappy. I think he's going to give uh, uh, Triple G a fight, especially for... At thirty-seven years old, I mean Triple G is thirty-seven, but he's older than thirty-seven as far as boxing is, because he's been boxing his whole life. Damn, there's four hundred amateur matches or so what is it? Yeah, I mean, he's been boxing for a very long time, so it's like, uh, I think it's gonna show in this fight. I still think he's gonna win the fight, but uh, it's gonna be. I see him getting hit a lot. He's gonna get hit, like JP said. But you see, he, 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 oh. He does have the best uh, chin in boxing in my eyes. I think he has a very, really, really good chin. I watched him take bombs from guys, and he's just like, he does a really good job of hiding if he's hurt or not. And I think Jacob's hurt him with a body shot, but you saw basically no facial expressions really when he gets hit. He's real good at doing that. That's just that, uh, that experience. He's like how Tito was, man. Tito never showed that he was hurt until he fought Brown Hopkins, but later on, he admitted that he's been hurt in other fights. But like I said, I think Chua G wins the fight on points. Very good, exciting fight, though.
1: Yeah, both guys, you know, both guys fought Daniel Jacobs. Both guys had pretty close fights uh, with Jacobs, Uh, you know. So I think this will be a pretty good one, man. Yeah. But, uh, but um, let's go on to some rumors and a little, uh, you know, and a little Manny Pacquiao Mayweather. Hey man, fuck all that, fuck all that. We had uh, this, I guess, a little earlier this week. There was a uh, a video that came out of Floyd Mayweather saying, you know, thank I'm Saudi Arabia, I'm here, or something like that, to talk about the, you know, the Mayweather. Pacquiao 2 fight Shortly after that he comes out And says you know it was old It was fake uh, it was that was old And he really some kind of He got paid 2.5 million to go Out there and make that video some kind of Something you know and That the fight would never happen And then you know JP Put us on you know Floyd Mayweather Sr. saying that he Believes he's pretty sure the fight will Happen and um, you know Back back uh what fight was that? I can't remember exactly what fight it was, but I was out there in Las Vegas and I snuck into the press room and I had a I did a little interview with uh Mayweather Senior. And Mayweather Senior told me face to face that he will fight Manny Pacquiao again. So he he believes it. You know, Floyd's saying it's not gonna happen, but for some reason whoa, he's whoa, making whoa. videos.
2: I got a question. I'm sorry to interrupt you, uh, uh Go ahead. You well, according to you, you're the biggest man on on earth. How' your big ass sneak into the press room
1: i I just walked in it was it was too late in oh, there, and I just walked shoot. in act like I belong. you know sometimes you just when you're big, you just gotta act like you belong and they let you in so that was that was my first little <laughs> taste. but May, mayweather mayweather senior said it would it definitely would happen. That's what he told me face to face I think I got it on i g um uh, and he's still saying that. He's still keeping that tune, man. And I don't know why Mayweather. I remember would that in video.
2: I remember that. Yeah,
1: I don't. Yeah, I don't know why Mayweather would make that video, um, and say that, but and then come back and say it wasn't. You know, he's always trying to, I guess, keep his name alive and you know on the scene. But I, I'm not sure if this fight's gonna happen. RC, do you think? Do you think there's a chance of this happening? You know, Mayweather says it isn't gonna happen and it never will. But for some reason we're hearing about this and where there's smoke there's usually fire
2: oh yeah yeah i definitely think it's going to happen again uh floyd likes to play um he likes to play games with the press and you know he likes to uh put certain things out there to see what kind of a response he gets and um you know if if this was floyd senior not talking about when you talk to him, but you could even say for that. uh, If this is Floyd Sr. that was, you know, training Oscar De La Hoya to fight Floyd and how him and Floyd, we know how Floyd and his dad were not always on the greatest of terms. If it was during those type of a, a, of a, you know, time frame of when he said these comments and where him and Floyd were, uh, then I wouldn't, I wouldn't believe it. I just, you know, take it for what it is. But since they are in um, really good graces right now, if y'all don't remember about last week, I, I believe Floyd uh, inducted his, his father, Floyd Sr., into the uh, Nevada Boxing Hall of Fame in, uh, where Floyd got real teary-eyed and, you know, he touched and his brother's heart uh, when he said, you know, uh, uh, inducting his dad and said, you know, Dad, I love you more than anything in the world. and started crying or not, you know, bawling, but you could tell there's some tears and it came from the heart. So with that being said, I think that they're in, in a, a, a good enough place to where Floyd senior has no reason to boast and, and, and get some, you know, click, click, click baits and all that good stuff. I think that he, uh, he probably knows that there's no worries from, uh, the Mayweather side and all that there is to be pushed forward is a lot of money and a lot of sales. Uh, You know, you have Undisputed, one of the hottest shows in sports debates on FS1. Um, (laughs) It's been a long time since I've heard any uh, boxing experts being brought on that show, you know. Um, And a couple weeks ago, Mayweather Pacquiao 2 was kicking off the show. And if those who listen to Undisputed and watch Undisputed know, the first topic goes off for a solid 19 to 20 minutes straight before a commercial break. So I mean, um, you—they have so many ways that that people would still pay for this fight and it still make a lot of money and it still have a lot of sales. A lot of people, you know, um, say that they don't give a damn about this fight rematch. Blah, 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 blah. And uh, I, I get it to a certain extent, but would I watch a rematch? Of course. Would I pay for a rematch? Definitely. Um, yeah, of course. I'm down for that. So. Uh, I think it's going to happen. Floyd's staying in shape, and Floyd doesn't fool anybody, saying he was just there at the Pacquiao fight against Thurman because, you know, he's doing what any boss would do and supervise your employees? Bullshit. He is there watching the fight and hoping Manny Pacquiao looked good. And as JP said after the fight, who was the most happy in that building outside Manny Pacquiao and, any, and Manny Pacquiao's fans? I thought it was Skip Bayless because he was in attendance. Uh, But no, it's Floyd Mayweather because he said, that's right. You beat Keith Thurman convincingly and you showed you still got a lot of dog in you. We can make some money still. It's not like he just dragged his way to a victory and looked very lackluster in doing so that Manny Pacquiao was a hell of an entertaining fight against Keith Thurman. So um, I vote yes. I think that this one has all the makings for a rematch and uh, obviously the makings for good money. If I had a, put a percentage on it happening, I think it's going to be you know, a 75% chance of happening.
1: 75%. JP, what what chances are you giving it to, uh, of happening?
0: Yeah, I'm about right there with RC. Uh, I question at this point, sure, Mayweather's still, you know, around the same weight probably. But how has he been competitively over these, Years these past couple of years he's been Out to sport you know Manny Pacquiao just fought Keith Thurman <clears throat> Who's made what's Mayweather doing sparring some dudes here And there or uh, so I don't know that Mayweather Could come right I mean yes It's the great Floyd Mayweather but Is he great enough to come Off a year or two and you Know these exhibitions he's had He hasn't had a real fight since The Manny Pacquiao fight Those exhibitions against the Asian kid and um, McGregor, that's not fighting Manny Pacquiao. So I question, can he just show up not being competitive for? by the time that fight is made? If it were to be made, it would be probably close to three years being out the ring and show up and beat Manny Pacquiao who's still beating Young Lions out here? I don't know, man. and, And that, All leads me back to almost rethinking this And saying maybe Mayweather's telling the truth Maybe he's not pulling our chain You know, because I don't know Now one thing I'm certain of Floyd ain't putting himself in no harm's way Unless he's totally going to be ready for it So the question is Does Floyd believe that he can walk in that ring After being three years off and beating Manny Pacquiao I don't think Floyd thinks that I truly don't think he thinks that Floyd is not no stupid man by any stretch of the- imagination he's also not foolish in the sense of thinking he can do things he can't do. Floyd never put himself in a bad position in his whole career and he's been and that's been a chink in his armor that's been a discredit for a lot of the the critics and skeptics out there is that Floyd is Always position himself perfectly. He's always at the advantage in everybody. He's been the favorite in everybody. You know, I don't know. I've always said, what the fuck is Floyd psychic or something? He know he gonna win everything. Like when well, he picked the goddamn lottery, did nobody knows they're gonna win every fight. Of course, you may think you're gonna win, but um, I don't know, man. It leads me all the way back around, but too much money on the table. Lots of money on the table I believe Mayweather senior Like Willis says told him to his face And I believe that's too too much money on the table Just to So let's let's raise the stakes some Would Floyd put himself in harm's way For that cool 150 mil Would Floyd risk losing For a 150 million dollar paycheck I don't know, man. I, I, I believe Floyd holds that, you know, him not losing and you know that type of part of him. That's that's that has a value to it for him. Floyd's pretty methodical and, you know, kind of you know he 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 he's always prepped properly and trained and you know when he's fighting he's fighting when he's not he's not <clears throat> so. No, I don't know that he walks in, yeah, he came off a two year layoff and beat Juan Marquez at some point. Um Floyd's had a couple layoffs here and there in his career. But so hard. But I I don't believe that he walks in three years out of the fight game and fights Manny Pacquiao. On the other hand, I don't believe he leaves all this money on the table. So right now for me it's fifty fifty, man. Because with those two equations, I don't know which one that uh you know that I that I'm taking at this moment in
1: time. Yeah, I mean, I feel you. I, if I was gonna, I don't think it's gonna happen, man. For all the reason you explained, I don't think that Floyd's gonna give up his fifty and zero for for another hundred and fifty million. I think he, even though that's a lot of money, that's hard to say. But I'm thinking
0: Y'all it's think more Bart like Garrett, man, 40. you think
1: he's worried about Manny? I think Manny's boxing and he's not. So it don't really matter. It's not. A, some people thought that he and won. I, think, I mean, you know.
2: Floyd said, yeah.
0: Floyd said in the fight, after that fight, he said, yeah, man, I mean, it might look how it looked, but, you know, Floyd was super cautious in that, that Pacquiao fight, like, you know, he was on his defensive shit, you know, so Floyd ain't he, he know that little motherfucker, you know, the, and then the, this man, Pacquiao out now. Now, I mean, I know that's Floyd Mayweather, and he probably won that fight shit, 10 to 2 or something, and that's a wide margin, but it wasn't an action fight by any means. Floyd put up his, came out and brought out that defensive fucking master, of, you know, that defensive master came out that night, but even that said, man, I just have to – this Manny Pacquiao, this Manny Pacquiao, I think that's enough said. I don't think you're about to dismiss Manny Pacquiao, are you, RC?
2: Yeah, I just think Floyd's not worried at all about Pacquiao. He has that winner's mentality that he's always had no matter if he hasn't fought and he going to go back into the memory bank of what he hasn't fought and still beat dudes. I don't think Floyd's worried about Manny one bit – Bigger than him, faster than him, all that shit. So, I mean, you know. Um, yeah, I, I don't think Floyd's worried about that at all. I think the numbers gotta be right. And, you know, Dango Dango at one fifty or two hundred million in front of him and he'll 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 check in the building, that's for sure.
1: Yeah. I don't know, man, I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it a forty percent chance. I'm not as high on y'all, you know. His dad might know, like you said, they they seem like they're a little closer than they have been. So his dad might got something, might know something that we don't know. But I don't think Floyd's putting that fifty fifty and oh up against uh, for one hundred and fifty million. I think he can make that that money easily doing sparring little Asian guys over there in Japan. Let's see if Janelle has anything. Janelle, you think it's gonna happen or not, man? First, I think it's gonna happen.
3: Okay, oh, you know what, Floyd. Floyd, okay, now his fights put up big numbers when people think that he has the risk of losing. Like the Canelo fight, the first Pacquiao fight, you know what I mean? Everybody thinks that he's going to lose. And in, in this rematch, Floyd would be the underdog going into this fight for the reason being on like why our uh, JP thinks because uh, Pacquiao has been active. But keep in mind, Floyd has been training. He's still in shape. You see him the other day in the gym. He looks like he never left the boxing ring. Because he's staying in the gym. He's a gym rat. You know, this is what he was born to do. I think he's bored doing anything else other than training. But, like I said, you yeah, I mean? His fight's through numbers when people think that he's going to lose. And this fight, people will think he will lose. And, again, uh, Floyd will be the other dog. I'm sure he'll bet on himself also. And that's, that might be even more money right there. But, like, and like what R.C. was saying, everybody's talking about Pacquiao, performance over Thurman. Again, Thurman, Floyd is not Thurman, and, and Thurman is not Floyd. They don't fight the same. You know what I mean? Uh, the first fight was definitely a letdown. It was five years overdue. But, I mean, both guys were very tense. I know JP said a while ago about how both
2: guys finally are like a Floyd 0 hey, So, was Pacquiao. Pacquiao just went through arthroscopic surgery, and it was not allowed. Man, I ain't The same that things that Floyd was allowed. Hey, one you know? thing, Floyd well, will make saying. sure there
1: is, but... Floyd will make sure there's by the test. Exactly.
3: Room. I was getting to that, too. I was getting to that, too. I was getting to that. I was you getting see, to Seattle me It's just like, you know what I'm saying? Hey, both guys fought like they was scared in that first fight. And Floyd, I thought Pacquiao only won two rounds, four for six rounds. And even those rounds he won, he had a little bit of flurries against the rope. But, but what did Packer do for the first time in his career? He threw his little flurry, and he backed off. Why did he back off? It's because he knew Floyd's a counter punch. He would start counting him. And he was counting him throughout that fight. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Don't compare uh, uh, just because he beat uh, Thurman and he beat Broner. Okay, he's going to get in there. He's going to whitewash Floyd. Floyd don't fight like those two guys. Floyd, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, Thurman is young. But like I said uh, before, Thurman came off with, uh, uh back-to-back injuries. He had a layoff himself. He only fought one tune-up fight. So it's like, hey... But, again, he's not Floyd. He's not a defensive whiz like Floyd. Uh, and, and it was by, like,
2: by the way, who'd you, pick, who'd you pick to win that fight, Thurman or Pacquiao? No, I forget.
3: Oh, Pacquiao won that fight.
2: No, so, no, who'd I you know, predict to win the fight? I forget. Oh, I could take Thurman. <laughs> uh-huh. Hey, that's Pacquiao. I don't care what
0: nobody
3: says. Uh-huh. I don't care what nobody says.
1: I don't care what hey, nobody I say. Was was on to G- Pac- I was the only one that picked Manny Pacquiao, I don't Manny care what Pacquiao, nobody say. Real.
3: I don't care what nobody say. Pacquiao was on that go go juice that night. He was on that go go juice.
0: Uh, he, was on, he,
3: he was on that go go juice. I'm sorry.
0: But you he guys get no on proof.
3: You can't say that. Man, he had no Vada testing. And all of a sudden, he threw more punches in that fight than he did uh, in a very long time.
2: But or again, Keith Thurman's hey, wearing the, Keith Thurman's wearing the same fucking orange shirt for three days, partying in Vegas. I think that had more to do with it than a, some hey, sort of Thurman backing conspiracy. up with his
3: down. Thurman backing up with his guards down got hit and fell to the floor. When you ever seen Floyd back up with his guards down? You know, I mean, come on, man. Don't compare that and say he's gonna get in there and beat up Floyd. I mean, I just still see Floyd winning a very dull fight as well. He's gonna win a dull rematch. He's gonna do the same. He's on counter punching me. He's going to counter-punch him all night. Uh, Pacquiao is going to be very cautious on on coming in wild because so, he doesn't want to get counters. How?
0: Okay, let, let's say we know that Manny Pacquiao just beat Keith Thurman. Now, that's not Floyd Mayweather, given. But who is Floyd possibly fighting for his technique to be good enough to beat Manny Pacquiao right now? For He's his reaction time He's still to still be good traded. enough? Doing what? He's doing been training. And I'm, sure, back.
3: I'm sure he's been sparring. Hey, who? i tell you what. When this fight happened, I'll put the bet with you.
0: I'll put the bet with you. I bet
2: you. Jay Leon Love? Who's he sparring Floyd over there? EJ yeah, e.
0: Smith, e. Smith getting him ready for Manny. <laughs>
3: you know, that's funny. You know, that's funny because, like, when Floyd came off his two year layoff and winning against Marquez, oh, people thought Floyd, oh my God, Floyd's got some serious problems with layoff, and he had river injuries. And that was one of his easiest fights. I know he was a lot but younger back then. He's gonna be forty Was he gonna be forty
2: three next year, you know?
3: And Pacquiao will be forty one years old by then and he will not be using the the fucking juice. He's not gonna look superhuman or throwing crazy punches again. It's gonna you know, it's gonna be the same outcome. I'm sorry, it's gonna be the same born fight. So all those Mayweather. I got haters Pacquiao saying, rematch. You, you you see, it's people like you who got this fight. Who, who's getting this rematch. I don't want to see this rematch. I don't want it to happen. But people like you who hate Floyd, who want to see Floyd lose, who are clamoring for this fight, is the reason why this fight's being hyped up and why it's going to sell with, uh, big numbers and why Floyd's going to take it. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, like think, Floyd. that, you know I'm saying? y'all think Floyd's going to lose this fight so y'all talking about this fight. Uh, personally, I don't want to see it. I think it's going to be another dull-ass fight. I don't know why anybody in the boxing was even talking about I mean, I want to see fucking Crawford Spence. But every, all the Mayweather guys who want to see Floyd lose is why this fight's going to happen. Because this is why his fights do big numbers. Because of guys that want to see him lose. All Pacquiao fans are to, oh my God. Oh my God, Pacquiao superhuman again. Oh yeah, come on, Floyd. Fight Pacquiao now. His shoulder's good now. And, yeah, man, come on, man. Y'all, the reason why this fight's going to be fucking made is, is because of my job. Like I said, I don't want to see this shit. It's going to be another dull fight. But, but Mayweather haters, hey, y'all got what y'all wish, and, and it's going to happen. It's going to sell uh, over $2 million. Floyd's going to make another $300 million. Payday. He's going to retire. Pacquiao's going to lose Again. another
2: dope. It is what it is, man. Floyd's better be sure yeah. not get in the ring with Pacquiao. Get his ass whipped next time. You see that? Yeah, going? I do I don't think it's gonna think happen. It's gonna, if it does happen, Floyd, I
1: think Floyd Floyd is not gonna, gonna win, win because he's because you know, he's gonna he's not gonna what, go into a fight that that he doesn't that he thinks he can lose.
3: You know one thing with Floyd, Floyd been caring about legacy a long time ago. He been caring about he legacy. No, no, no. I believe that. I mean, back when Floyd came <laughs> into the game and he beat Janeiro Hernandez and he talked about how he's gonna, like he want to, a, a break Jules' record of. Uh, about title defenses, that Floyd cared about legacy. But Floyd, okay, like, for instance, you got today, how guys say about how um um uh, Pacquiao was above him on the pound for all-time list. Floyd clearly say he doesn't care. I pretty boy Floyd would have cared back then, but this Floyd said he didn't care. He cares because, like, he's he, he not the best fighter of all time, as far as uh, legacy-wise, but business-wise. I said, I have his own mouth on first take. That's telling. He doesn't care about legacy. He cares about getting paid and being a businessman. He cares about getting paid the most money. He does not care about late. He doesn't care if Pacquiao is above him on the pound for all time list. He cares about making that guap, and he's going to make that guap in his rematch. He's not leaving that shit on the table. That's not going to happen. This fight's going to get made, and and all y'all Mayweather haters are going to fucking... You know, y'all got this fight. I mean, y'all wish for, y'all cried for it, and now y'all gonna get it, so y'all should have been careful what y'all asked for. So, this is gonna be another boring-ass fight. I'm sorry, but Floyd don't care about legacy. He cares about that money, man. He said it numerous yeah. times. I don't know how you...
1: Said yeah, no I mind. mean, I, 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 said also, no I also hear him say that he's undefeated and that he's the best ever and that he he's 50-0. and 0. So I do hear him he say that it. also. But see, he does. he, he also PBE, said that he's not, the best ever. He also and he also yeah, says yeah, he yeah. broke what's his name's record, and that on he's first, fifty and know
3: On first take, on first take, he also said about how when he said CBE. He doesn't mean as far as resume wise. He also he he clearly stated that as far as business I, I wise, he's making the most money wise, these words that's telling you he doesn't care about legacy. He doesn't care about it like that. He will not leave three hundred million on the table. That. Oh, that's not gonna happen.
1: I, I mean, I, that you. Money I mean, you. I I understand that. And and he might not. I, I give it a forty percent chance of, of happening and everybody else, y'all are saying that it that y'all feel it is gonna happen. So I'm the only one that don't think it's going that don't think it's gonna happen. I don't think he wants to get watched out by Manny Pacquiao, a guy who people say is better than him, but he beat. So, you know. But we'll see. You know. He says a lot of stuff. Floyd says a lot of stuff. He also said this fight wasn't gonna happen yeah. out of his mouth. He said the fight wasn't gonna happen. So if we're taking everything he says out of his mouth,
2: then the fight is going to happen. Yeah, well, yeah, Willa, Willa, remember, remember uh, when he when he flew away from Japan? Uh, I, I never, I never said I was going to fight Tenshin Nohsukawa. I don't know where all these rumors came from. And then he goes back and fights Tenshin exactly. Nohsukawa. Get out of here! What do you mean exactly? You just said trust Floyd, but I I just gave an example why Floyd can't be trusted. He's a goddamn liar, man. I ain't buying nothing Floyd says, man. He said that he wasn't going to fight Tenshin Asukawa and It was all rumors. I don't know where y'all get this from but well, what was he at on New Year's Eve 2018? Fighting Nintention t- Asukawa? Floyd's words mean nothing to me, man. And I'm not a hater on the guy, but I, I, I want to see him get in the ring and get his ass whipped, because he will, because, man, he's been fighting real competition, and Floyd just fought a kickboxer who's a midget, and Conor McGregor in the last three years.
1: Well, I think that we'll leave it like that, man. I'm sure we'll be Boom. talking about this more and more to come. But we'll uh, the last little thing we got is. Hey man, fuck Sunday. all that, fuck all that. We got the Ruiz versus Joshua update. Nothing has been uh, nothing has been um, finalized at this point in time. But what I did see a interview with Bob Arum, and that said that you know Eddie Hearn was dumb for picking Saudi Arabia because that's one of the only places. That Ruiz can say that he he doesn't he doesn't have to fight because there's like a you know because it's very dangerous and America has it as a you know a a yellow or a red on the terrorist level. I don't know you know, like we talked about on sunday man i I'm not really sure exactly um what Ruiz is scared about, why he doesn't want this fight, why he doesn't want to go to uh Saudi Arabia and make this fight. His big thing was that he wanted to he didn't want it to be in the UK and so it's not in the UK. But do you think JP, do you think he has a a gripe with that? You know, I guess that's I mean that's what Bob Aram's saying. That's the only thing we really got on this. Do you think he has a gripe with it being in Saudi Arabia and he can say, Hey man, I'm not you know, I don't feel comfortable going over there.
0: Uh yeah. Well, that's something you need to agree upon. And if he's not getting any
1: any cuts
0: of the the uh, money, the excess money for going there, why should he? Why should he be a part of it? Now, this is all off the heels of the Rivas versus Julian White fiasco, where the British Commission and all that shit knew about the negative test. And still, the where's the beef? And the only one. <laughs> that I, I don't know, but and then only one didn't know about it was Rebus. So the home cooking is real. It's like Mama's good old meatballs and shit over there in the in the UK when when they get to doing their home cooking. So that's what Ruiz is trying to avoid. Now Ruiz looks like like Willa touched on and got, and got the choker chain. Uh, he got a big ass house now. He got a whip. Um, you know, he have made some new purchases, as he should But he needs a check Another good check to You know, really pay some of them Things off, because that first check I'm sure he's gotten into a little bit By now So, you gotta get back in that ring, man You gotta get in that ring He doesn't want to go nowhere and get, you know You know, get railroaded With a fucked up judging And Joshua will get a get A 12 a round decision, but I understand. If I were him, I would be pushing for that also. So I'm, I'll take it. Like I said, I, I don't mind boxing going back on a global stage. Let's go down to Mexico. Let's do Dubai. Let's go to Africa. You know, let's go to Brazil. Whatever. I'm I'm down for it. I like how the the fights in when Lucian used to fight in Canada. This shit was like a concert. You know what I mean? So they they do fights differently everywhere else. So. I'm down for it. Let's let's get some, um, some global boxing going on
1: with some of the main U.S. guys. RC,
2: oh, I'm with you, JP. But you gotta think, man. We're talking about a primitive area in the Middle East to where, um, you know, people are walking around with ARs for one, and and those are the people that are coming up and asking for photographs. This was described by. Uh, uh, A former WWE commentator Jim Ross when I I said that they had wrestling events over there Where they had the Lazy Boys and all that stuff But people just come up to you in ARs And want to take photographs and things of that nature But the other part of this is Andrew Louise is obviously uh, a family man And and things of that nature And I'm sure he wants to bring his wife with him Uh, Over there the primitive rules that they have Very strict Says that if you're so much so To be holding hands with your wife In a public scenery Yo ass going to jail. Like, I mean, it, fuck Saudi Arabia, bro. Once I heard about all these things that that come along with it, there's no reason why I, he should have he should go to Saudi Arabia and he should have every right to, to say, oh, well, I dare you to take me to court, Eddie Hearn, because if you take me to court for not getting into this rematch uh, uh, in Saudi Arabia, guess what happens? All these belts get stripped, they get scattered, and they're going to go to number one contenders in a... Uh, in a in a um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I don't know, but it's where they're gonna fight for the uh, vacant title, and it's gonna just gonna be scattered everywhere. And Joshua will never get his babies back, all in one like he can against Andy Ruiz. So that's why Ruiz is saying, "Oh well, change of plans. I'm not going there." Eddie Hearn could gripe and complain all he wants, but the fact of the matter is they have no leverage. So change the venue, bring it back to, to New York or Vegas because it's not going to happen over there. I said it when it was announced. I don't think it's going to happen over there. And Andrew Ruiz, if he's going to have to take it to court, then so be it because that's the last thing that Eddie Hearn wants to do is take it to court. Um, so Egg on Eddie Hearn's face. Also, egg on Eddie Hearn's face with Dillian White's B sample that I just asked JP about. Where's the B sample test for Dillian White? It's been 60 plus days. We haven't got it yet because they knew that he was fucking doped up when he got into his fight. And, well, what happens in the dark comes to the light. And if Eddie Hearn wants to save himself further embarrassment, make that rematch in a place, in a setting where Andy Ruiz will actually sign on the dotted line instead of trying to make someone sign on the dotted line. Because those days are over. Your boy got stopped. And, you know, taco eating Andy Ruiz has got a lot of leverage that probably weighs somewhere about oh, I don't know eighteen pounds combined, and that's three straps that he took from one Anthony Joshua. This fight's not happening in Saudi Arabia, gentlemen,
1: yeah, I mean, I don't know. it sounds like it might be. I'm not sure if it is um, but let's take it to take it to Nell see how he feels about this Janelle. What's up? You Hello. said you want to talk. Yeah. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> yeah, you
3: Andrew said you Reed wanted Joshua to talk, fight. man. Yeah. No, I take that early. I'll talk on this, yeah, yeah. Oh. But I sent a text earlier let well, we talk talking about something else. I wanted to take oh, okay. the Mayweather pacquiao yeah, when I sent that. But it's about the Joshua um Andy Reid fight. Mm hmm. Well, um, not being in Saudi Arabia. Um at the end of the yep. race, it's like I told you that before. I thought the fight should have been in inside rate, but I think Andy Reese is going to regret that he didn't take that fight. Hey, those who's got money over there, man. I think they should have just took the fight on neutral grounds. And, uh, hey, man, Andy Reese is not going to make that kind of fight fighting in America. You know, you won't make that kind of money fighting here, so they might as well have took him that shit. I think he's going to live to regret it, but it's like he's turning to a mini diva right now. I mean, mean, granted, he is uh, uh, a unified champion, undisputed champion right now at a a heavyweight, so he is the man to beat, but don't let that shit get to your head. It's like I told you before, man, both guys are a little distracted, man. The Reese is out there spending his money. He's living the lavish life like how Douglas was after he beat Tyson, and and AJ is out there talking about Lennox Lewis and talking about he's making excuses for the lucky punch in this and third. I don't know who's the more focused of the (laughs) two. I don't know who really knows. So it's like, hey, man, both guys need to focus on this fight. I think they should have took it in Saudi Arabia. But it is what it is. Uh, I just hope both guys are focused come fight time. But either way, it's going to be a lot of suspense, a lot of suspense for this fight.
2: Oh well, both. Uh, All right. Yeah, right I, I, I forgot about the excuses by Anthony Joshua. It's getting, re- it's getting real funny uh, the, the first <laughs> yeah, yeah, that lucky he punch. goes out.
3: I don't know how uh. lucky
2: punch when it was the course of a fight where he kept landing
3: a series which, of shots.
2: Which one? Yeah, uh, which which punch is he talking about? That came from the gods? Yeah, Mace yeah, Ford. exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, well hopefully, know, man. man hopefully
1: somebody. Hopefully we get a uh, we get this fight. I think it's supposed to be in December. Hopefully some we get the contract, the real contract signed or whatever, exactly. and hopefully we get somebody we get them to agree on the situation, man, so we can uh we can get a unified uh we can get an undisputed heavyweight champion, man. But uh I think that's where we're gonna leave it, fellas. Um we'll be back on Sunday, man. But before we get out of here, uh RC, anything you got before we go? On?
2: Uh, Not much, man. Apologies for missing the show on Sunday. I woke up a little too early in my fantasy football training and suffered the uh, down uh, uh, falling from being up too early and chilling around with uh, a lot of notes that I had saved up for the day. Uh, That won't happen again, and uh, we'll be back on Sunday early morning and wrap up all this good stuff, and I'm sure I'll find out uh, some good stuff for us to... Uh, cover up on Sunday, especially for me going on a double a, a XP Sunday, so to speak, for um, missing out on last week's show and um, making up for it on this one. So that's it, man. I'm going to be kicking it and um, waiting for this this whole uh, uh, fiasco to go down. Saturday, sorry, everybody who's going for the Florida Gators, y'all getting the shit beat out of you. UM, that's it.
1: Yeah, week zero, college College football starts. JP, man, anything you got before we get out of here? No, man. Chilling, chilling,
0: chilling. Um, no, no, nothing, no.
1: Nothing at all. Well, that's where we're leaving, man. We'll be back on Sunday to wrap it up and get and get back with uh, any boxing news that goes on between now and then, man. So, outside this boxing podcast midweek show, we'll catch y'all. Peace.